0: Hi, I'm talking today with Stephen Scheib, business development manager for Dell Computers, one of the ASA's sponsored benefit providers. A fountain of knowledge when it comes to anything computer. Stephen, thanks for joining us today.
1: Tony, thanks for having me as always. It's always a pleasure.
0: One of the things that have struck me lately and the reason we're talking today is I saw a press release yesterday on a new government agency that has been created. Actually, it's a website about ransomware. And there were a couple of press releases on the topic and I was somewhat surprised to find out just how much of an impact this potentially could have on the automotive service industry. You know, we tend to think of large corporations as being the major targets. I was surprised to read that actually roughly $350 million in ransom was paid from the private sector to malicious actors in 2020, which was more than a 300% increase from the previous year. And already there has been multiple notable ransom attacks in 2021. Anybody who watches the news knows that. I'd like to get together with you and talk a little bit about some of the implications of that. And uh, let's start with, are these types of attacks predicted to grow? Um, do you have any statistics on on how it's working? Is it as bad as it seems?
1: The short answer is yes, it is as bad as it seems. It's, it is something that is going to continue to grow. And it's just really a crime of opportunity. These guys have come in and found kind of their niche, if you will, and uh, are going to capitalize on it. So. One thing to, to call out especially is, like you mentioned, it's not just these large corporations that are being affected. It's over 70% of small businesses are the ones that are actually affected.
0: Hmm. I know there's lots of different ways that can happen. I imagine a direct attack could happen against a business, but it seemed to me from what I read, it was more likely that we could get caught up in this because of another relationship that we have, So a larger company that handles our data being hacked. Is that a more typical scenario to your knowledge?
1: There are, you know, hundreds of different ways that this can happen. It can be everything from, uh, you know, a typical phishing email where somebody sends in a link that somebody clicks on by accident or on purpose for that matter. Also, you know, think about how many smart devices are going to be out in the shop at this point. How many things have Wi-Fi? Everything from the coffee maker to the refrigerator now is coming with Wi-Fi and and with the Wi-Fi comes some points of exploitation.
0: There's so many points of entry. I know Wi-Fi is, is a big one. This is something where you know I depend on my firewall to keep me safe is that enough if you have shop Wi-Fi available to your customers
1: I would definitely say no a multi-layered security approach is always going to be the best and, and when I say multi-layered it does come from the firewall it comes from the local level antivirus on your computer if you're running you know if you guys host your own email in-house having email security in-house mm-hmm also, the most important thing to remember is keeping these things updated. I, I know how easy it is to click that defer button when it comes to uh, you know, needing to update your computer or the security software, but uh, there are so many new uh, points of malware and, and ransomware and, and just viruses in general that are coming out every day and every minute that it's very important to stay up to date against.
0: Mm. Well, and I know we've talked about this before. You, you had said last time training your employees is important, right?
1: It certainly is. And just having that conversation, it's not always an, an easy conversation or sometimes it just seems obvious. Hey, don't click on a phishing email, but just talking about it brings more awareness to, uh, to your employees in general.
0: What are some of the typical vulnerabilities that you find in these things? I mean, is it clicking on an email? Is that the most typical way this malware gets into the system?
1: That is going to be one of the most common ways. But I mean, there's also going to be insider uh, attacks. It can be sometimes it is employees. And we've talked about this in the past on, on one of our uh, previous uh, conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the attack can come from just about anywhere. So it can come from internal, uh, it can come from external, like a Wi-Fi breach.
0: It's just a lot of different spots. So again, vigilance is important. Educating your employees is important. Is there, is there such a thing as cybersecurity insurance out there? I mean, is there any way to protect yourself from the costs involved in having to, to recover your data?
1: A true insurance, not that I'm aware of. Uh, to me, that's just having you know a good defense is a good offense type of strategy. So it is having that multi-layered security approach where you have the firewall in place. You already have the antivirus that's updated. You've already talked to your employees about how to how to stay safe and what you guys do in the event of a breach. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's being aware and being ready.
0: I referenced earlier a new government website. I wanted to share that with our listeners today this is just how serious the federal government is taking this thing. They've actually created a new cybersecurity resource. And it's uh, the website is stopransomware.gov. And again, it's all one word, stopransomware.gov. Where is W-A-R-E. And it's really, according to the press release here, it's a one-stop shop for ransomware resources for individuals, businesses, and other organizations. But those who um, use Dell equipment, especially, I know it's people that have computer providers, Most companies do offer, you have advisors that can help a shop kind of assess where they are with the need for cybersecurity, you know, is their equipment up to date? Is there software, you know, protected that sort of thing? Is that, is that correct?
1: Certainly is. Yeah. We've got a team of over 500 small business advisors that are uh, ready uh, Monday through Friday to talk on the phone with you guys. Uh, We can also chat if that's an easier approach, but yeah, we can kind of understand what you guys are going through, what's happening in your shop and and make some advice, give you guys some, uh, some good things to work with.
0: Any general tips beyond what we just discussed? If a shop owner is concerned about this thing, what, what do we need to do to make sure that we can minimize the risk? I know they can't eliminate it completely, but to minimize the risk in our businesses from ransomware attacks or some of the unintended consequences of other, again, affiliates we may be working with that have ransomware attacks.
1: Yeah, Tony, I think the common theme here is just what we've mentioned. I mean, it is security as a thought and not an afterthought. So you have to be prepared. It is something that can happen to you. I mean, it's, it's so wild to think about. Uh, my backyard, the Colonial Pipeline runs directly through it. So it's just that hit very close to home, uh, hearing about all the ransomware attack that happened to this, this company that just wasn't quite ready for it. Um, and again, it was just a crime of opportunity. Somebody found the, the right niche for it and uh, ultimately got paid well for, for their attack.
0: Well, like I said, it's something I, I was shocked when I read just how much this is increasing. It seems to be somewhat exponential. And I imagine this is going to be one of the biggest challenges in a much larger sense going forward for just about every entity we can think of from government down to business. So again, I thought it was important for us to kind of touch on the uh, touch on the topic. And I want to thank you for your time today. You have been, as always, a fountain of knowledge. So we really appreciate you being here.
1: Tony, glad to help out. And like I said, if there's anything we can do to, to help out your small business, please give us a call. Uh, you can shop online, dell.com slash shop. Uh, we're here to help out.
0: Well, we will definitely take you up on that. And Steve, I look forward to talking with you again very shortly. So thanks again. Have a great day.
1: Thanks, Tony. You too.
0: Although digital technology has transformed our society and business, it has created new threats and concerns when it comes to protecting the customer and business data. The threat of a ransomware or denial of service attack is predicted to grow in the future. And ASA members are well advised to take steps now to protect the personal information of their customers and their business in general from bad actors who can strike without warning. If you want to know more about cybersecurity and how you can protect your business, your employees, and your customers from cybercriminals, ASA has a library of webinars on this subject. These webinars are free to ASA members and available through the member portal of the ASA website at www.asashop.org. Just log on to your ASA member portal and click on the resources link, then scroll down to find the webinar library. Look for the following titles. Cybersecurity 101 for shop owners, Remote Threats, Insider Risk and the Remote Work Paradigm, or Boundless Cybersecurity for the Hyper-Distributed Era. Each of these three webinars offers information and insights into what you can do to protect yourself from malware and cybercriminals along with tips on how to train your employees to recognize and avoid common email scams that can open the door to ransomware attacks and other data breaches. It's all part of the value of your ASA membership. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you're brand new to the ASA podcast or if you've been here before, I encourage you to subscribe so you won't miss some of the great things we have coming up in our future episodes. Just hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening and you'll be good to go. If you enjoy our podcast and find our content valuable, make sure to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening to this. And if you're an automotive service facility shop owner listening to this podcast and you'd like to know more about ASA, I invite you to visit our website at asashop.org. I'm Tony Mala and thanks for listening.